0: Does dark matter even exist? Welcome to Answers News for Wednesday, July 27th, 2022.
1: Hi, my name is Bodie Hodge. I'm here with Tim Chafee and Rob Webb, and we're going to be uh, looking at this issue of dark matter doesn't even exist. Uh, it's uh, popped up in the news. We're also going to mm. look at some other news items uh, in science and culture uh, from a Christian worldview. So yeah, this very first one, uh, dark matter doesn't does it exist? Does it exist? That's the nature of this particular article. What do you guys uh, want to start off
2: with that on this one? I'm going to do this. <laughs> theology. <Yeah, so> obviously, <laughs> Tim's the expert here. No, I'm right. So I'm, I'm actually not an expert either in dark matter, but I did ask the person, our resident astronomer here, Dr. Danny Faulkner, who is at least a little bit more of an expert. I feel like no one's really an expert in dark matter. Otherwise, they'd have the Nobel Prize. Sheldon they Cooper, right? knew what it was. <laughs> but, so according to our uh, resident astronomer, basically us creationists, we ought not to be excited by this new study. What it comes down to is most of the evidence you see in this article, it's all based on historical science, based on the billions of years interpretation of the Big Bang cosmology, whereas dark matter is actually operational science. It's something that we actually observe. That's something we say all the time here at the ministry. There's two different types of sciences. We have operational sciences, you know, something that we actually study in the present. We use, we use our senses to look at it, whereas historical science is trying to use assumptions. And throughout, through and through this article, that's essentially what they're doing. They're 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 trying to go back to that Big Bang cosmology, of course. Um, So all all of this, I think the bottom line is dark matter doesn't really depend on the Big Bang. And I think a lot of us creationists, we kind of get that confused, right? We kind of think, well, we can't buy in the dark matter because it's tied to that Big Bang cosmology. But actually, you don't need to believe in it. Whereas on the flip side, dark matter is actually critical in the Big Bang story because without it, it won't be able to function. Whereas in the biblical worldview, it really is supported kind of in both ways. So, yeah. um, so it doesn't really affect, you it know, doesn't if we start really with affect, the Bible, you know, yeah, we can have yeah. dark matter, it's not, it's not a big deal. Did you say
0: that, that dark matter is observable?
2: Dark matter is... Or the effects the effect of what they yeah, believe yeah, yeah, dark yeah, yeah. matter is. The, right. e- <laughs> the evidence of dark matter is observable. We see it basically whenever we're measuring these these galaxies and, and the masses and everything, there's typically, um, you have a dynamic mass and you have a lighted mass, so um, so typically you have like the mass that you can determine based on gravity or just the brightness. You can measure the brightness to see how heavy something is, and basically what they found was these dynamic masses were, were about 10 times more than the lighted mass, so you see that through and through all these different galaxies. So the evidence is clear all around us that there is something out there, there is some mm-hmm. some, some kind of dark matter. Let's
1: just step back for a second because okay. here we're, we're, we're talking to an audience. A lot of these guys may not be physicists, they may not be astronomers. Was he even speaking <laughs> English? I was waiting <laughs> for By that. the way, that was all English, by <laughs> okay. the way. Okay, so dark matter, what exactly is dark matter?
2: Well, nobody and knows, right? <laughs> well, that's why it's dark. <laughs> <That's right.
1: laughs> yeah, well, out, out in the, the physics world, there's dark matter, there's dark energy. I like to crack the joke, dark energy is that energy you use at nighttime, right? yeah exactly Uh, right but uh, no dark matter is basically stuff you can't see it's not the normal matter it's not giving off light it's not reflective um, it, you know, and, uh, in fancy technical terms, it is non-baryonic. Um, but you guys don't need to know all that uh, either uh, just to understand this. The, the point is, when we look out into the universe and we start seeing different things, it, it acts like there's more mass there than what you'd think. So it's a um, theoretical construct that yeah. seems we to make a lot of sense. We can see it. Yeah, right? and, yeah. and the key is trying to detect it. And yep. sometimes you have to say, okay, yep. we're looking at uh, some spiral galaxies out here and we can see... Uh, you know, based on the way it's moving and the way things are are moving, there's there's something else there yeah. causing a little yeah.
2: extra gravity. Moving a lot faster than it should and all those kind of ob- right. Ob- so, observations. Right. So we know there's something
1: there. The question is how much, and and different models like and, Big and, Bang require a certain amount.
2: And, and this study yeah. that we're
0: referring to today said, thought that they had detected things, evidence – contrary to that.
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. so basically through and through they're saying that based on all of our all these observations they they call them observations but really it's deceiving. It's not, they're not actually observing these galaxies because it takes billions of years to actually observe these galaxies moving around so obviously they're going back to a computer model based on these Big Bang assumptions but really I think the bottom line is as Christians we should embrace this challenge of trying to uncover these mysteries that God created because every time I look at dark matter I look at these types of articles it's just startling for me to think that we have a a good grip on how the universe works, how the universe operates, but we still don't know what makes up most of it. I mean, up to yeah. 90% of the universe is what they're saying is this invisible dark matter and it really just all that mystery actually shows right. just showcases the God's glory. And, and so
1: so what we're seeing, you know, out in the secular world that is, you know, they have a model big bang. We don't agree with big bang. God created everything in 6 days, resting on the 7th. Not mm-hmm. a problem for an all-powerful God. But what happens out in the secular world is they find certain data, and they want to retrofit that into a Big Bang model. And uh, a lot of times this doesn't fit right, so they do all these tweaks and changes and adjustments, and uh, there's still problem after problem. This particular research here, uh, w- one of the things that he's arguing for is, well, we're not seeing all this evidence for the dark matter. So he wants to appeal to a different model, a modified uh, um, Newtonian, Newtonian dynamics yeah. model, mm-hmm. M-O-N-D, M-O-N-D, MOND. That's, that's yeah, what yeah, that's M-O-N-D. short for an acronym. Yeah. Um, so he's trying to argue for that. But at the same time, I don't think he's being honest with some of what the other researchers have found either. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
2: obviously he's rejecting all of the evidence that is there for dark right. matter. And actually, dark matter was actually first discovered back in the 1930s, which was about 10 years before the Big Bang was even introduced introduced. Yeah, even, so, even
0: popularized or modified yeah, in itself. Right. There were some things in the article that I think are interesting. He, the writer did talk about how, you know, they're assuming this view that they're promoting <laughs> is true, but because that would be so groundbreaking, we need to double check, triple check, quadruple check, you know, the, the, the studies, which that's mm-hmm. that's good. You should be doing that. Um, but then they also talked about the need to scientifically understand why the dark matter-based matter model, being the most falsified physical theory in the history of humankind, which we're, Rob is saying, no, that's not quite right, continues right. to be religiously believed to be true by the vast majority of modern, highly educated scientists. This is a problem for the sociological and philosophical sciences and suggests a breakdown of the scientific method. We would mm-hmm. say that that happens a lot in yeah. the sciences where people are holding to something with religious fervor without the actual support for it.
2: Right. Yeah, I'm that's something we critically. say all the time. There is new, no neutrality. You can't approach the evidence with a neutral mind frame. We're always going to have that interpretive mm-hmm. framework, that worldview, to be able to interpret that evidence. And and what this secular astronomer is realizing is that reality, that everyone interprets it in their own worldview. And they have these fundamental beliefs that are so strong, so religiously held, that no matter what the observations or the data says, if it doesn't fit their worldview, they're going to reject it. And that's what they're basically discovering.
1: So let's answer this in a nutshell. When you read articles like this, be discerning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even these researchers have an agenda behind all that. Mm-hmm. So the key yeah. is, you know, looking look at this stuff in a little bit more detail. Uh, our astronomer, actually, Dr. Danny Faulkner, has a book called *The Expanse of Heaven*, and uh, I want to encourage people, uh, even though he doesn't have a direct chapter just sitting there, you know, mm-hmm. dealing with dark uh, matter, dark energy, or anything like that. Um, he does talk about it a number of times in here. Gives you a good understanding uh, from a uh, biblical worldview. And I
2: think it's actually a two-book series, right? Yeah, There's he's that got one another other book series. as well. Yeah, yeah. This one right. here
1: in particular was one of. Mm-hmm. And, and it's what, readable. Now,
0: I mean, I can read and understand a lot of it, which is a good thing. So, <laughs> um, and speaking of that worldview that you were talking about, that we're going to see that come clear in this next article as yeah, well. Wow. sure is. Yeah. All right, here's another yeah.
1: one. Uh, Genetic screening now lets parents pick the healthiest embryos. Can we go
2: back to the dark matter one? <laughs> no, go let's back go to one. Something I understand ah. a little bit better. <laughs> the,
1: yeah, this, this, we went from dark matter to evil matter. I yeah, think, absolutely. But,
2: yeah.
1: Um, yeah, this comes from Wired. And uh, it really, it, it's very sad. Um, not necessarily of the child that they picked to go and be implanted, but...
0: So the, yeah, a, the idea is that relaxed. these parents will have about five embryos frozen, and then they'll have these studies done to figure out which one is l- least likely to develop you know, cancer or other problems. They'll have these genetic yeah. studies and look for different markers and figure out which one is, has the best chance to be the healthiest, and they'll pick that one and leave the rest frozen indefinitely. And mm-hmm. yeah. the guy is explaining this as if it's a good thing, because we want to give this kid the best chance at life by destroying four other lives, or maybe not help letting no. the other ones have four, those other four have life. And yeah. so the way it was written, the way it was talked about was really, uh, it, was, mm-hmm. it was saddening, really, yeah. because they're so flippantly talking about how life doesn't matter, but that worldview we were talking about, because this person's clearly coming from like a secular humanistic worldview, it's just matter right. to them. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's right. no different than a blade of grass, no different right. than anything else. And so it makes you wonder why do they care so much about caring for that child that they will bring and, and right. And, and you yeah. know, they're thinking in terms of an evolutionary
1: worldview when they're doing this research, when they're thinking mm-hmm. about this. So here they are going, oh, we want we want this one here that looks like the healthiest, it has the less number, least number of mutations and, and potential problems will hold it. In an evolutionary worldview, you want the mutations. Right. See, that might lead to the next phase of evolution. They're actually mm-hmm. being inconsistent. Yeah, And, uh, you know, so, yeah. I, I mean, I see those problems. But, yeah, I mean, the big thing is, is they're they're letting four of the children mm-hmm. essentially die.
2: Yeah, and to kind of help you guys discern through these type of articles, a useful way to do it is just substitute the word embryo for child. So as you're reading these through, you can see right here, um, basically, it is conducted in conjunction with IVF and allows parents to actively select with their own children to take based on the strength of that child's genes, and that the parents were given uh, the genetic profiles of five different children, and this one child, Aurea, happened to have the best or the strongest candidate because she was the child with the fewest recognizable genetic mutations that could go on to cause disease. And so, basically, you see, it's it's that it's that choosing of who gets to live and who gets to die, and obviously. We don't have that authority. As parents, we don't have that authority. It's only God that has that authority to be able to do that. So um, through and through, I always I just think about that. There is a day of judgment coming, right, for, for the ones that, that said, you know, it's it's just in terms of all of that evilness, that wickedness yeah. that's happening, and, and the doctors and everyone that's trying to push for this right well, here. And,
0: and, and you're not speaking against in vitro fertilization necessarily because no, there are, no, no, and no. We're, not, so we're not saying that we're not saying yeah. that you can't do these uh surgeries like a spina bifida surgery and things like that. they'll do right. while
2: the, right. the child is in, in those are great the, things yeah, those right great because things. because we live in the fallen world we want to be able to 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 take care right. of those things but i, I was th- th- thinking about this part right here where where this uh, this parent says if you can do something good for your child you want to do it right but what about your other children what about the other ones What about the other ones that mm-hmm. are was it was it good for them was yeah. it an option for them wh- to wh- where, where do they
1: get this concept of good and bad anyway that's a biblical concept yeah. Yeah.
2: well and
0: they yeah. actually, actually
1: borrowing that they actually from borrow that yeah movie. you actually see the,
0: that the, he said that people ask if i'm trying to play god by doing this he said it's like working as a mechanic on molecular machines that sometimes break down and need to be fixed well think about being a mechanic if you get five cars handed to you, you your job is to fix the five of them, right? You don't just yeah. pick one that you like the best and let the other four go to the scrapyard. That's not being a good mechanic. But in this case, you're dealing with life, living beings mm-hmm. that are made in God's image that have yeah. infinite value because of that. And here they're, he's treating it like it's just another yeah. piece of matter.
1: You know, another mm-hmm. thing is when not too long ago on the news, we've actually discussed some of these testing methods that, that people do. They were oftentimes very inaccurate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So here they are testing these embryos, like, oh, well, this one's going to do better than that one. This one's going to do better. This, this, this one, one have might Down have syndrome a disease. And, yeah. But but come to find out, those tests are were, were wrong.
2: They even admit a, it. They're not a guaranteed. A majority of the time
1: Yeah,
0: yeah they said right. this testing is a little bit better than the mm-hmm. old method. But yep. yeah, but yeah. that's a lot of. They've done that with Down syndrome, where yeah. like Iceland has nearly yeah. completely eliminated people with Down syndrome because they killed them while they're in the womb.
2: But still, regardless, it just shows their worldview, shows how they actually view life rather than the biblical worldview that actually says that all life is precious because all life is made in the image of God from that very first moment of fertilization. That's what we have to stand on. Do we have an exhibit that talks
0: about that? I think we do. We do. We have an exhibit called Fearfully and Wonderfully Made, which currently is right outside these doors. Right outside those doors. A couple months from now, on October 9th, we are going to be opening up to the public. We're going to have like a... grand opening ceremony yeah. or, or uh, on Octo- the night of October 8th. But October 9th, we're going to be opening publicly, Fearfully Wonderfully Made permanent exhibit. It'll be much larger, mm-hmm. have some new content and uh, some really cool special effects going on with the baby models that are in there. Uh, I get to work on the team that 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 does those things. I do the writing and then the people who make the baby models and everything else that's see in there, I, mm-hmm. I work right next to their people. It's just incredible how mm-hmm. talented they are and it's really cool to see that coming along. So a couple months from now, we're going to open up the the permanent exhibit of fearfully wonderfully made, and we're pretty excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah did anyone, anyway,
1: you know, years and years ago, there was a movie called Twins, with Danny DeVito <laughs> and All Arnold the Schwarzenegger. People. Some what? of you guys are like, <laughs> like, like you guys remember? They're, they're like, okay, that's what this kind of reminds me of. You know, they were talking about how, oh, we got, we got this one. The, uh, I think that took. This is Arizona. the perfect <laughs> specimen, and well, yeah. this was the leftover, right?
2: Um, yeah. The Arnold Schwarzenegger lives, and <laughs> Danny but,
1: but notice, notice in the movie,
2: they're both still human. They're both born. Yeah, that's right. Big difference. Exactly. So. Life is precious. Life is fearfully and wonderfully made. Let's yep. remember that.
1: All right. This next one comes from Christian Post. Senator Warren doubles down, demands all pro-life pregnancy centers be shut down. This is in Massachusetts, as I recall. Mm-hmm. That's where she's from. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> this is an eye-opening article in, yeah. uh, in, in what yeah. they're uh, talking about here.
0: So they, uh, they, and they, they since she doubled down. down because she's been saying this for a while now. Yeah. But no, these Police places are horrible. They torture women. That's how, that's how she talks about it. Yeah. That no, She even says that in there, that no woman should be tortured in a way like this. First of all, nobody is being forced to go to one of these places that are privately funded. Mm-hmm. Okay, They're raising funds from the community. Uh, these crisis yeah. pregnancy centers that are pro-life uh, because they, they want to help mom make the best choice, which is to... To have that baby mm-hmm. and uh, maybe give the baby up for adoption if that's the right decision for them at that mm-hmm. time, but to help them through the process. And we continually hear the pro-abortion crowd mm-hmm. talk about how, oh, you only care about the baby until the baby's born. Yeah,
2: what time. do
0: you think these places are doing? They're caring for the women during the pregnancy, they're caring for the woman even after the pregnancy, yeah. and they're caring for the baby as well. That's what they're doing. All yeah. these yeah. things that they claim we that mm-hmm. you know, pro-life people don't care about, that's exactly what they're yeah. doing, and she says they should all be shut down. And not just there. She wants them shut down all across the country. Oh, exactly. Here. Yeah. Yeah. And so, buddy, you did a little bit of checking, so th- these sure places did. do care for the woman. What does um, Planned <laughs> Parenthood do in terms of of helping women. The, you know, the place that said yeah. that abortion is just a small percentage of their business its just because they do so much else for women's health. And then what happened when Roe v. Wade shut shut down. down? Why yeah. are they shutting down if it's only such a tiny fraction of their right. business? It's because yeah. it was actually a major part of
2: it. Oh, yeah.
0: But, yeah so what do they do to help women out? Well, you know, the article says,
1: let me introduce it this way. Uh, pro-choicers uh, frequently criticize pro-lifers for abandoning women once they made the decision not to abort. Okay, hold on a second here. I looked up on Planned Parenthood's website, leading abortion provider, and you go down for what happens after they have an abortion. Well, they do have a phone number you can call, who doesn't,
0: mm. right? That's, that's so helpful. Right, right yeah. yeah. And what are they going to uh, tell you if you And call
1: if them? there's a problem, yeah. go, go see your doctor. Who doesn't work there. So, who doesn't work there. Right. Uh, right. So what, what aftercare do they have?
2: It just proves that the Planned Parenthood doesn't care for women at all, no matter what yeah. they say. Especially the little woman in the womb as well. Are they caring for that Which little woman more than womb?
0: half the time? That's what's being yeah. Yeah. The, the little, exactly. little girls
2: are being aborted. And I yeah. just kept thinking through and through as I was reading this. So much for pro-choice, right? Because they're actually forcing them. No, your only choice is to murder that child. Basically yeah. saying that's your only choice. There's no other choice out there. So you see that inconsistency. Yeah. But really, it's not really pro-choice. That's why uh, Tim was calling it pro-abortion or pro-death because it's never a choice to murder an innocent child. And really. The whole pro-choice, all it means is they're escaping the consequences of that choice and taking away the choice from from that innocent child. Mm -hmm. And just a couple different Bible verses that come to mind when I'm reading this. Genesis 6, 5 which basically back in Noah's day, every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. So we're seeing that wickedness on display. Isaiah 520 as well. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, substitute light for darkness, darkness for light. And that's what we're seeing here today. So essentially, woe to those who call protecting our preborn neighbors from slaughter torture, right, because that's essentially what she's saying. And woe to those who say that, you know, torture is not ripping apart these innocent children in in the womb, so...
0: So apparently it's torture if a, if a woman comes to you and asks for help yeah. and wants to know yeah. different options or asks what's going on. If you counsel them in a way that says, well, here's what's happening. You're, you're pregnant. This is a living child in your womb. And like we were talking about so before, t- 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 torture torture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, but the good thing is this would be completely unconstitutional. There's really no way that she's going to be able to do that. But it shows the mentality that right. she has. And she's not alone. And you're going to have another. You're going to have more people pushing for this, and it's just something to be aware of because these people will not stop. Uh, with You know, just having abortion be legal in their state, which it is in Massachusetts. Um, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) and and we
2: we have to remember worldviews have consequences. And Mm -hmm. in this case, they are deadly consequences. And I just want to read for you guys here real quick. It says, as of 2019, as many as 2,132 pregnancy centers performed 486,213 free ultrasounds, 731,884 free pregnancy tests offered 967,251,000. Uh, free consultations to new clients among other services and that's considered torture apparently so yeah.
0: doing yeah. the things that Planned Parenthood says they actually do, which yeah. they usually do. Free don't. ultrasounds, yeah.
2: Yeah. free pregnancy tests, free consultations, trying to help these women, and that's somehow torture. So, and privately funded. Yeah, privately yes. funded.
1: Yeah. All right, this next news well, item well, comes
2: speaking from speaking of we were talking
0: about Fearfully Wonderful oh, yeah. Made. we do yeah. have a a book about the exhibit, and it goes through, it has a bunch of great pictures of the exhibit itself and also all the, all the information in there, the timeline and everything else that's in there. The, the baby models yeah. have some great pictures. There's some behind-the-scenes really cool stuff that, um, mm-hmm. that we talk so,
1: about. How So we have a made. live
2: audience. Um, yeah.
1: Have you guys actually been in the Fearfully and Wonderfully Made exhibit? What would you guys think of it? Let's hear it. Yeah. Let's hear it. Come on.
2: There you go. It's yeah.
1: amazing, isn't
0: it? Yeah.
1: It really is. So uh, I mean, a book like this it. is just awesome. Good pro really life take, resource take for, for sure. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it really is neat. And
0: do you know who wrote this? Oh, I'm oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yes. All right. All right. All right it's right. a privilege yeah, to be a part yeah. of it. Really, <laughs> it's Live It's a team, a team effort. Yeah. Oh, there you go.
1: Uh, scientists pinpoint the exact moment in evolutionary time when mammals became warm-blooded.
2: The exact <laughs> moment. The, exact, though,
1: the You know, they didn't get the weather right this past oh, weekend. Yeah. Uh, that's
2: uh, 133 million years ago. Wow. <laughs> Body,
0: once upon a time, <laughs> it happened much more quickly
2: than scientists yeah. expected. But again, the story yeah. changes. I feel like every week we're we're reading one of these yeah. articles again, yeah. they have to change their story. Uh, right, so uh, everything you ever
1: used to know about this has now changed.
0: Yeah, this well, is the this that's, is that's our the weekly
2: every, everything you knew about evolution has now changed. I feel like we need to have a game or a buzzer or something because it's just like every <laughs> we week should. we, we should see do this.
0: Do <laughs> but this is this is the exact moment, right, Bodie? How exact yeah. were they? Okay, they 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 put it at
1: 233 million years ago, 19 million years later. later than what they originally thought. Around 233 million years ago. Yes, around that. Give or take a little. Around That's what they suggest. Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know, it goes to show
1: you, if you reach just read a the titles... Minutes. The titles are very misleading. It's sometimes. clickbait, that's oh, what yeah. they are. Uh, yep, you know, they're, exactly. they're trying to sell newspapers and
0: sell. So, and sell so what was this all based on? How did they figure this out? It had to do with? So this was all based on they were studying the mm-hmm.
2: minuscule tubes mm-hmm. of the inner ear. And so based on that, they say it's 19 million years later than they previously thought that this warm bloodedness came around, so obviously they were just playing this by ear. I mean, that's. Ah, there you cool go. I hear you. So, <laughs> all right, I'm going to take over. <laughs>
0: Thank you, thank you, I'll, I'll, I'll be here all day. <laughs> all um, right. But
1: but the reality is, uh, warm blood. I forgot is. where I was going well, with well, that. It, <laughs> it all had to do with whether or not
0: the size of the the ear canal because the fluid in there, whether it is, if you're cold blooded or warm blooded, it you know determines the size of this because it will flow through, this fluid will flow through there, whether it's thick like molasses or whether it's right. more fluid. Yeah, right. And yep. from that, they're able to say, oh, this is
2: when creatures became blooded. Cold blooded spaces, But they're
0: already putting it into an entire framework of a story that they assume all right. this evolutionary stuff. And then they're assuming a bunch of other things. This is assumption on top of assumption, on top That's of right. assumption, on top of assumption. Right. Yeah, story on, story on story
1: on story on yeah. story. That's
0: called mythology.
2: That's right. And we'd say all the time, the mm-hmm. wrong assumptions lead to the wrong, wrong conclusions. I think Greek mythology
0: is more believable than a lot of this one. But. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, give me wa- Zeus. Give me give me all those <laughs> guys. Warm
1: bloodedness began there. on yeah. at least at least that's real. Day five of creation. Day five of creation. You know yeah, we had certain the creatures. If you have yeah. Certain certain flying and sea creatures were warm blooded. Yep. Think of whales. Mm-hmm. Um, Day six, obviously, you know, we get a lot of land animals were warm blooded, a lot mm-hmm. weren't, but at the same time, days five and six, that's
0: when it was. So yeah. thousands of years ago, not 233 thousands. million years and ago. And that
2: was based on God's word, which never changes, right? And he, was the, one who, he was the one who was yeah. there and yeah. he told us when yeah. he did yeah. it. Yeah. I think and we need to go back to that eyewitness I, I account that someone mm-hmm. was actually there, actually created All everything. Right.
1: And yet, this live science article is assuming evolution, it's assuming uniformitarian dating to then argue for uniformitarian dating and evolution. Right. That's affirming the concept Dating of that fallacy. will be re- changed in a few ye- few weeks It'll with another change, study. Yeah.
2: You see that circular reasoning basically is, 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 yeah. is, is what we were going yeah, we going for there. Wow,
1: I think we uh, pinpointed the exact moment where they were
2: wrong in this article. <laughs> I think so, yeah. there's not well, hot stuff there. We're not done with storytelling because oh, we have another oh, yeah.
1: one. <laughs> oh, this next one. And of course, <laughs> this one it better. comes from live science <laughs> as well. Yeah, and, and, You know, the sad part about things like life science, life science a lot of kids use this in reports. Yeah. Uh, you know, they go home and they're, they're going to do a science report. They hop on, you know, they go to the one place everybody researches. It's not a library. It's called Google. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they pull up articles from Life Science, and that's what they use. And they read these things as though this is a gospel truth.
2: Yeah, for all the kids, there used to be a thing called a library with books. And, yeah. Are you old, old enough to the that? I am actually old enough. I remember going to the Could library. Could you reach I remember, the card catalog? Uh, I, I, I used to ask tall, tall guys like, like Tim, hey,
0: can you can you grab that book yeah. for me?
2: That book that's 20 feet high. <laughs> I couldn't read it, so <laughs> I didn't know what you were talking about. I'm not going to read that one. I, I had to read it. it to guys like this. Right. <laughs> uh, Yes, encyclopedias <laughs> yeah. are,
1: that's another yeah, one. There the dictionaries. We do a lot of research yeah, you don't, there you go, encyclopedias, you do Actually, I had print encyclopedias. <laughs> we did too. People yeah. have it easy. Okay, live science. Ancient, homesick fishapod <laughs> abandons the land and returns to the sea. Fossil show. Hey, has this been observed or repeated?
2: I just, I just want to start off no. by, I mean, the, the article starts off... No, it hasn't. Been. I think we have to add, <laughs> once upon a time, right. long before the dinosaurs appeared, when the first forest stretched toward the sky, enormous insects ruled the earth, a humble shovel-faced fish with particular strong fins decided to try its luck on dry land. No, I mean, this is a real article, guys. This is a real science article, and this is what it's saying. Um, I mean, it's just a very fishy story that needs to get scaled back. Oh,
0: my. <laughs> so that one it was, smells. This, this is based on... This is based on a, a fossil. Um, there's one that's similar called Tiktaalik, and this is one that they are now mm-hmm. claiming for the last fifteen to twenty years is this missing link mm-hmm. between the creatures in the sea and those that first came up on land. And now uh, this one is a apparently a relative right. called uh Kikik Tanya or something like that. Say <laughs> that ten times that. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well there aren't any S's maybe I could do it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but um so this one it started to go up on land and then uh, they decided, just that, decided oh, I guess we're going to try to Did it we'll get cold, cold feet? I don't know. A lot of got cold oh, feet. Are you happy oh, with that me? That was a good one.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> He's catching up.
0: But that wasn't planned. That was <laughs> spur of the moment.
2: Player or all too. All right.
0: Um, but then it went back, and I love how at the end it's it says, and it evolved into a fish. It was like, it already was a fish. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so right. It didn't evolve into anything. Okay.
1: Let, let me give you some history to this. You know, a, In an evolutionary worldview, they need something to evolve out of the ocean to get on land. And so for a long time, they had the coelacanth fish, which had some awkward fins, ugly-looking fish, one of the ugliest fish you'll ever see. Um, And they thought, oh, this is what crawled out on land. Well, in 1938, they found out that those things were swimming off the coast of Madagascar and India, and they were in fish markets, and they're like, oh, well, I guess this isn't it. It was a living fossil. They're not a
0: 365-million-year-old thing. So they
1: needed another fish to now crawl out of the sea to fit the (laughs) story. So that Tiktaalik was the one that they kind of proposed. and now they're saying, well, here's another one that kind of looks like that, that maybe it crawled out, but it went back.
2: So the main takeaway from this, guys, is you read articles like this, just separate the facts from the storytelling. Of course, the facts is they found the fish with fins, right? And they can't go any farther than that, of course. Yeah. From, from there, they got to make up all the stories, the right. interpretation, and so on and so it yeah. goes.
1: And it's buried in the flood of Noah's day. Um, you know, when we yep. saw all sorts of
2: marine organisms
1: buried, you know, the flood. We sometimes think, oh yeah, it came on land and it buried all this land stuff. Well, a lot of sea creatures were also buried with it.
0: Especially the ones that are at the bottom of the ocean, they get buried first. That's yeah. right. They're it not to
1: higher the higher ground. They're not going right. to make it up there. So, yeah, so please be discerning <laughs> when, when they go through this. Um, this is another one from Live Science. Because you know, somebody must have been checking the Live Science website for <laughs> some of these. But how long does it take to make petrified wood?
0: Hmm. Well, according to this, mm, hundreds I'm of stoked. thousands to millions of years. Yes,
1: they say millions of years here multiple times. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they argue millions of years. Now, I was surprised. They say that it generally ranges from hundreds of thousands of years ago to millions, to millions of years. years yep. to, I've not seen them say that. Usually it's millions of years, millions of years, millions of years. Yeah. Um, has anyone ever observed or repeated that? No. no, no ex- not over
0: hundreds of thousands no. of years. They've repeated yeah. it faster.
1: Yes. <laughs> but nobody has ever done an experiment over the course of millions or billions of years or even hundreds of thousands. Mm-hmm. Nobody's observed it. Nobody's ever repeated that. Mm-hmm. That is part of the storytelling. That's imaginary story. Now, right? they keep arguing that, yes, it takes long periods of time, long periods of time. Then you get to the end of the article and all of a sudden they put this <laughs> quote in here and they said, hey, you know, petrified
0: it can, wood. It can be done in a lab It can quickly. be done in a lab
1: quickly. In How fact, long?
0: It takes four hours and two days is what they said. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or four days and two hours. That's what it was. Right. But it's even, it's even it's right. even quicker
1: yeah. than that. You know, you, you go back to the uh, uh, original article on phys.org. Uh, I accessed this in 2006. It was actually published in 2005. But a laboratory, PNNL, they gave a one-centimeter-cube of wood, a two-day acid bath, soaked it in a silica solution for two more, and they could repeat that up to three times. Air dried it, popped it into an argon-filled furnace, gradually cranked it up to 1,400 mm-hmm. degrees centigrade to cook for two hours and let it, let it cool. And presto, instant petrified wood.
0: It doesn't take a couple take, of hours. It doesn't yeah. take millions, year doesn't take take millions of years. It takes the right processes. Doesn't. That takes the right conditions. Right. And There's people will say, yeah. "Yeah, but that not You don't get to 1,400 degrees you know, centigrade on, on Earth, do you, Bob?" Yeah, and I've had people
1: say that, but. Do you realize most petrified wood is actually found associated with volcanic rock layers, Mm. where it does get that hot? It does get pretty warm. It does get that And there's a lot of silica, uh, you know, uh, in that as well. So, I mean, this is just uh, repeating conditions you'd find near some of these volcanic eruptions where we find this.
2: Yeah, there's even companies, right, that even sell petrified wood. Like, they produce it and actually manufacture it right. within hours. And
1: what it is, they found but another way to make it. They make it even quicker. It's, it still uses an acid bath kind of a thing. So it's not a company that's hundreds in. of
0: thousands of years old? No, it oh. really isn't. It's get of start old. Long companies. Companies. And they're like, so, I, I think people obviously. hundreds of thousands of years from now <laughs> yeah. will want this product. We're going to yeah. start right now. Yeah, <laughs> but look at this.
1: this. This comes from Dr. Andrew Snelling. He's our yeah. geologist here at the Ministry of Answers in Genesis. Yeah, it's
2: a great article and on the website.
1: they're able to make it. Look at this. There's only 40 4 degrees centigrade. That's 112 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. That's it. Still so they can make blood, this so quick. You can go to your local home store. That's typical stores.
2: Arizona summer right there. <laughs> that's right. That's, it really is. 112, oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, but you could go to your local home store and order yourself some petrified wood flooring to put into your house when you're building it. Mm-hmm. That's
2: how quick they can make it. That's and right. yet the
1: article continues. It continues. It's got to be millions of years. Though.
2: It's right. got to be millions they of years. They keep pressing be. that because it's that, that's their evolutionary worldview bias. And really that's mm-hmm. the root of the problem. Get it root? Yeah, root the root, of the root problem. and the trunk. Yeah. Of the can problem. you kill I'm his mic.
1: <laughs> You should leave that
2: one. <laughs> we're all just so stumped up here. Yeah. Know,
1: oh.
0: <laughs> change. Please, next topic. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, Ken Ham and I did a book, uh, Flood of Evidence, and there's a whole chapter in here on petrified wood because we are conditioned to believe that things took millions of years. We're conditioned mm-hmm. in schools. Uh, we're conditioned in a lot of the, the secular media and so forth. But petrified wood obviously doesn't take millions of years. Neither does coal or oil. Oil prices right. are, are still skyrocketing. Do you, yeah. real, do you realize we can make oil from algae in less than 30 minutes? Mm-hmm. It's like, get the algae going. Come on. Let's, let's do Come this. It's now. renewable. But we're not taught to think that way. Um, so, yeah, this book deals with a lot of those. Yes, we're looking at the ark. We're looking at the flood. And, uh, you know, so you can deal with fossils. We can make fossils in 24 hours. Did you know that? It doesn't take millions of years. Well, we're conditioned to believe you, if it.
0: If you thought the last three articles are somewhat ridiculous...
2: <laughs> Wait for this Get story. ready. <laughs> this is a real article, by the way. This is a real one.
1: Yes, and I do want to I, I, I put a caveat out there ahead of time. If you go to this article, we usually have links in there. Yeah. Uh, there is some foul language in there by the Twitter person uh, who is uh, making a lot of
0: claims. Uh, not the author of the article. Right, the but, person who's uh, grumbling about this, this practice correct. that archaeologists will mm-hmm. tell you whether somebody is male or female because yeah. now we're not supposed to be able to do that. We're not supposed yeah. to do that because you might be misgendering someone. Yeah. She is upset and saying you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. And um, so she's trying to get archaeologists to stop or anthropologists to stop do, doing that. Right. <laughs> because who knows, that one person, <laughs> i got to read the last statement.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you ever want to go to figure out what the biases of an author, always go to the last so th- statement. This is
0: an a professor, associate professor from University of Kansas, Jennifer Raff, pub- published an article and said... Scientists examined possible evidence of female hunters at an ancient site in Peru. Raff suggests that we have no idea whether a 9,000-year-old biologically Peruvian hunter had considered herself female and claims that the concept of only being male or female was imposed by Christian colonizers. Yeah. So there are a couple things that one to point out. that Christian <laughs> the colonizer thing, they will right lump away. everything in there, and they will blame everything on Christianity and on people who, mm-hmm. with the European ancestry or background. Those things will get blamed for everything. But considered
2: herself. They just assume something, They Just assume
0: <laughs> just these are female, right, even right. though she's saying you shouldn't be assuming that they're female. And she couldn't get away from it.
2: Yeah, so through and yeah. through, you see this article, they can't get away from having to use those words, male and female. They, they mm-hmm. can't escape it. So even if they okay. want to so, so-called, you know, figure out whether one of these bones actually transgendered or transitioned, they're still going to have to start with were they male or female to begin with? So they I'm, can't escape. I'm gonna, that gonna reality. guess that Peruvian
0: Hunter knew whether she was female or not. Yeah. I just she was I probably
2: think busy enough, she wasn't even probably didn't even care about that. I'm, I see, I'm about pretty
0: that. sure people throughout history up until the last ten years have <laughs> yeah. had no trouble figuring this yeah. out.
2: Yeah, yeah. Pretty simple, right? Somehow pretty simple, now that we right? have evolved high
0: enough and we're right. much more intelligent now, we realize this is something that's much more of a problem. But, but I want you to okay. notice something,
1: too. You know, when people use foul language and they're really ripping into you know something, that, or even you, uh, let's say you guys are out there, you're chatting with somebody and, and they start calling you names. and. And throwing all that kind of you know bad language out there, what that is, that's a question begging epithet fallacy. Mm-hmm. It means they don't have an argument, so they may call it's you names. They may it's just emotion based rather than emotion based. logical. Based. It's not yeah. you know if you yeah. just yeah. think logically, you know yeah. somebody yeah. comes up and uh, calls me names or whatever, it just goes well, hey, you don't sorry. have an argument. That's right. Well, that's true. Or baldy. <laughs> you know, I mean, we, we get that one sometimes. <laughs> but Welcome but to
2: the club. I'm, yeah, I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting there. My starting to recede a little bit. Kind of sad.
1: But yeah, it's just a fallacy. You guys, you got to be able to look through those kinds of things and just actually analyze the 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 actual data so that's what we've got for answers news i know uh you know we got other things uh, going on i I want uh, everybody to know from now on starting monday we're going to be doing answers news once a week Mm -hmm. and it's always going to be on mondays at two o'clock so this this is your last wednesday at two I o'clock, know. at least for so the foreseeable future. At yeah. least yeah. for the yeah, until it yeah. changes. Right. Yeah. So you
0: got the three of us for the last that, Wednesday that's episode. That's right. I, mean, yeah. I don't
1: know. Mark that one on your calendar. Yeah, exactly.
0: but. Way to go, out but Yeah. My days right two here. o'clock.
1: Um, so that'll be exciting. Uh, we do have a uh, homeschool. That's,
0: that's why Rob is making so many puns. He has to make up for the next exactly. he has to make up. Yep. Right. bunch yep. of Wednesdays that we have. to for I have
2: to. That's, the, right. all that's a ones. rocket
1: scientist for you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we've got a number of things here. we got a homeschool and Sunday school uh, curriculum. This is our ABC. If you guys want to find out more about this, go to answersbiblecurriculum.com, and you can uh, go from there uh, to navigate. Uh, we also have uh, next year's VBS, Answers VBS, Keepers. Of the kingdom, which is kind of exciting. I know a lot of people have been going through VBS right now, and the zoom uh, they always, ring. They, they always mm-hmm. look forward to what's next. You know, Got so uh, this one looks really neat. But uh, it's great to have you guys here. Uh, we look forward to uh, hearing from you and seeing uh, uh, everyone on the Mondays from now on at two o'clock. At two o'clock. And uh, we uh, just wish you guys all the best and God bless you. God bless.